Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Black Culture, Black Thought, where we take moments within Black history to use as a tool to reflect on... Nope, <laughs> that's not the intro. <laughs> so it's been, I think I want to keep this in because it's been so long since we've like all come to like sit down and record that I forgot our introduction. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Black Culture, Black Thought where we take moments within pop culture to use as a tool to reflect on Black history, theory, and thought. My name is Chelsea, and I am finally back with my homegirls, and I feel like it's been forever since I've last talked to you, last seen you, so I missed you guys. Jody and Francesca, I love you both with all my heart, so yay, we're back. Yay! <laughs> Thank you! That's really warmed my heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I feel like it's not one of those moments where like you don't realize how much you miss somebody until you see them. But it was like, because I knew I missed you guys. And I had moments where I was like, I really miss my, like, I'm like, I don't know what happened. I think we all just like individually needed to take like a break. And we we're just like, mm-hmm. kind of just going about life. And then um, I was just like, I miss you guys. I miss you guys. And then just seeing your faces. I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> I really miss you guys. So yes. <laughs> how have you been? Pretty good, pretty good, hanging in there, just, you know, surviving this pandemic and whatnot. <laughs> yes. Whew, I'm trying to take a Similar. deep breath for that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Similar. How was your I'm Christmas, good. guys? Sorry, how mm-hmm. was your Christmas, guys? It was good. I got, like, really drunk with my roommate and just walked around the French Quarter, so... Sounds good. Oh, wait. I actually have a story. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Why is this my life? <laughs> what? So, yeah. So, I was walking down the stairs in my socks, and then I just started falling. I was I was drinking. And, I mean, I feel at least happy I was drinking, and I fell. And it's not just, like, me sober falling, because I tend to do that a lot. So, mm. Yeah. I partied hard that night. I am okay. Clearly. <laughs> Have something left for the New Year's, okay? <laughs> yes. What about you, Jenny? How was your Christmas? Mine was, it was quiet. It was like the four of us. Like, I've, I've been home since after Thanksgiving. So, um, which is nice that it was just kind of the four of us with Christmas dinner. Cause usually like my father, we have this thing in our culture called paranging where people go from house to house to house. So, I mean, I can't imagine it's been, I think a year since my father's been home like Christmas morning. Cause usually you, you party till the morning. So it was kind of nice to kind of be here and have all of us be together. And then we ended oh. the night with my mom cheating at cards. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been good. It's been fun. That's nice. Oh, that's dope. Pretty, Glad you Mine was really good, actually. I had a good time. Got some, some just having, it's just me, um, my mother, my grandmother, and my uncle and aunt and cousin. And um, it's not that bad because we were all tested. So. Yeah. <laughs> but we're all super careful, but it was really, really fun. We had a good time. Um, had a big dinner. And just, you know, watching, we always do the Christmas movies and opening the gifts all at the same time. So it was really good. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Just happy to be around family. Yeah, that's good. Even and like more so this year than past years. Yeah, absolutely. I was say, like it's nice that you guys were able to do that and do it in a safe way. So that's really yeah. Awesome. I decided yeah. this year for New Year's, I just want to be with my family. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Um, 
That's awesome. Was, so speaking I of New Year's, face, uh, huh? Why did you have that face without? Oh, what? I was gonna say. Oh no, actually, because so I. All right, so I'm gonna get to that because I want us to actually talk about what do we want for 2020 and how we're going about like any New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. But before, I want to talk about basically. Let's just talk about 20. Hold on, I feel like I ruined that introduction. Before we, yes, I like. Let me get my years right, okay? Um, I feel like I have 2020 brain fog all the time, all day, every day. But so yeah, so we're gonna talk about 2021 and kind of like New Year's resolutions and all that. But before we do that, I just want to go over what was like your personal favorite moment, and that could be like in terms of your personal life, in terms of your like whatever you see in the media, whatever's happening in the society of 2020. I'll start. Um, <laughs> for uh, me. Was there, no, there no good moments of 2020? <laughs> that is an okay, no. acceptable answer because 2020 did meet new lows. Okay. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, well, for me personally, last year, literally this day, last year, the 27th, I was on a plane to Ghana to celebrate my friend's wedding and to celebrate the year of return. So I would say, first of all, I would have never thought that it would have been such a crazy change from one year. Um, no, but it was no masks in sight, no fear of anything, just plain fun and freedom. And when I say like, Ghana was amazing. I have to say that was a highlight of my year because, yeah. and, and honestly, it, it was also very, um, uh, misleading, I would say. <laughs> you know, I was like, yes, this year is going to start off great. It was great energy. You know, you it was like a ton of black people just celebrating and rejoicing and like just partying together and um, educating each other. And we had to, so I really thought, like, this is a great moment for the year, you know? <laughs> and I like, get back to the States and all hell broke loose. But um, for the most part, Ghana was amazing. Um, everything, everything—the the music, the food, the culture, the the the, um, the activities that we had. The freaking wedding was phenomenal. I cried my mm-hmm. ass off. <laughs> so um, that I think that was that, that top every trip I've ever been on. That was definitely the best trip <laughs> I've ever been on. So and I want my best friend, which even which made it a little bit more special for me. That's really awesome, and. You stayed for New Year's, right? So you were in Ghana for New Year's? I did. I yeah. stayed past New Year's. Yeah. So yeah. we bought it in real awesome. big. Uh-huh. So dope. Yeah. <laughs> I too like took a trip around this time for my brother's wedding. Um, exactly like the day I think we left the, on Christmas Day. And yeah, that was also very misleading. Like, you know, just like having all your family together to now like quarantining and not seeing mm-hmm, family over mm-hmm. here um so yeah so i know that feeling of travel and like oh yeah i want to manifest traveling this year and i want to manifest yes. connections <laughs> and i want to manifest yes, partying and feeling young and not being depressed and not being in bed every day all day like word, yeah. word. the year of returning kind of was just like it it really made you think everything was gonna be so perfect <laughs> But even even if like if a lot of people out there still say stay pretty much safe for the most part, like coronavirus didn't hit too bad over there at the time, mm-hmm. like 
puppy. I think it's worse now than it was in the beginning. I had a friend who just, the, my friend who was in the wedding decided to stay there for like another six months. Oh, wow. During the, and she was just traveling. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was so dope. And and I would I would have I wish I would have had the opportunity to do that instead of staying here quarantined. But it is what it is. I had a good time. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jody, what about you? What was your favorite moment? Um I don't know if I really had a favorite moment. I think I discovered the joy of leggings. That was pretty <laughs> pretty much it. Because I <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would be always the person that was like, leggings aren't pants. And now I can't wear anything else bar leggings because I tried putting on a pair of pants and I was like, what are these? And I took them right back off. Um, I think I had all of these plans for 2020 because 2020 was the year I was finally going to take up space. And little did I know I was going to be taking up space in my own apartment for the better part of uh, <laughs> the year, but um, I think I think honestly, as you guys were talking, like one of the best things to happen out of twenty twenty is kind of growing this podcast and and getting to know um you guys more and hearing your voices and and Aww. you know creating like this little trio of greatness. I think I think this is a highlight of twenty twenty because I would look forward to recording because. It'd mean I get to not only talk to other people, but talk to people I care about deeply. So, yeah. Aww. Dodie, you going to make me cry, girl. Sorry. I'm not ready for this. Hold on. Hold on. I was waiting yeah. to No, because, yo, I got to tell you, like, the two of you are part of, have been a, a big part of my growth, um, not only as a woman, but as a Black woman. Um, and in, in, and in, learning and discovering my own voice and how to use it so yeah so this has been a real highlight and i thank you oh this has been awesome doing this with you jody and i agree this podcast have, has kept me uh sane this year mm -hmm. because there were times where like even if i wanted to to just sulk in my my sorrows and my <laughs> depression i was like you know what nah we got a podcast to do so <laughs> and it got, you know speaking to you guys Sometimes being having to, to to interact with people is the best thing, you exactly. know. Putting yourself in a space where you got to talk it out and let let people know your feelings. And personally, I, I like the, this this coronavirus hit my family hard. And talking to you ladies about it a lot, it, it was so helpful. So thank you. I agree, Jody. This yes. and Chelsea for even creating this space. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like we really started recording in the beginning of twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. as a group like I think we did like a Christmas episode together but like we really started um recording as like a trio in 2020 and I've just been so grateful to have you guys not just join the podcast but just like a for the built-in community that you to create like you know so just like having us all built in and during this time and just knowing that like like you said like if there was ever something going on I've never had to wait long to talk to friends like you know like even if I wanted to sulk even if I didn't want to reach out to people I always had somebody that I know on x day I have a recording so on x day I'm going to like spill my soul 
and that always felt good and I always mm-hmm. felt and I felt like also you guys became like one of the first people I reach out to whenever something happened and I was just like look what I did or do this and like it just yeah. became so like essential <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird because like me and Freddie have like two different like group chats that we're in because we have like other mutual friends yeah. me and Francesca so like I always text us like our three group chat first and then I go over to the other one and it's like it's just weird I'm, a like, modified um, version like instinctual though it like it is for me to turn to you too like you know it becomes like out of instinct mm-hmm. so I've been really grateful just to have you guys and just be on a team with you three. Us three. Yeah. Y'all, I'm really tired. I like, maybe I hit my head more than I thought I did because I've just been getting shit all fucked up these past couple of days with the numbers. So we're going to call this concussed Chelsea. Okay. So, yes. Um, I think my favorite moment. Yeah. So my favorite moment of 2020 was definitely just moving to New Orleans and. Making, I think I have like actually a lot of favorite moments of 2020. Like I feel like, in an odd way, I all like I started to choose myself in ways that I never have. So mm-hmm. moving to New Orleans was the beginning of that decision and like decision making process of like putting myself first, um, getting a job and testing it out was me taking I think a step backwards because I knew that that wasn't necessarily the job that I wanted, but then quitting that job was another moment of me just in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of like girl you're really gonna quit your job right now like right now is the time you're gonna decide not to work and but just having like that amount of like I don't know just like belief in my dream was a weird thing mm-hmm. so I think for me 2020 has been like a very shitty year but has been a year where I was able to put myself first in ways that I never was able to and just kind of believe in myself in ways I never have so that feels really amazing and like a blessing. Um, also being able to like connect with my ancestors more. I feel like that's been something that's been really new to me and like just kind of exploring that world and seeing seeing the blessings that's been coming to me. So yeah, I feel like I developed like a new sense of spirituality too this past nice. year. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, and I like I see it in the way I talk now, and it's just like, oh, okay, girl, y'all wait till twenty twenty one. That's all I'm saying. Y'all about to get really annoyed at me, okay? (laughs) 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 One of my plans today is about to create a manifestation board, and let me just tell you, when you say something, you manifestation works, y'all. Okay, just manifest your dreams. Yes, absolutely. I believe it. Yes. (laughs) All right, so we started out with our good. Does anybody have like a low moment of 2020? And like, I'm going to take out certain things of like, or just obvious lows. Like coronavirus is an obvious low. Black people still being killed by police officers. An obvious low. Trump's. Shenanigans. (laughs) I like, (laughs) I don't even know what to say. I was like, just Trump. (laughs) 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 The lowest of the low. (laughs) Like... Um, but like, were there any moments of like, that just really hit you hard that you didn't necessarily see coming? Well, for me, I would, ha- oh, sorry. You want to go? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say for me, even though I had to do the coronavirus, it was a way that, um, it affected my family that I didn't see coming. Um, 
some of my family members like fell into like deep depression. Um, it kind of like altered the way they were being like it, it the, the quarantining and the lack of like being out and about and having their regular schedules really messed with them. So I, I think that for some people it was just heavier than for others you know, the entire thing. And I ended up losing a few family members during the pandemic. So I would definitely say just managing and trying to stay supportive for my family was hard. Like that was a challenge I didn't see coming. I thought, okay, this virus will come. I didn't think it was going to come and go like everyone, like Trump said it would, but I didn't think it was going to hit me personally as, as you know, I just didn't see that coming. So yeah, that part, that was like the hardest part for me was, dealing with that, managing other people's emotions at times and then still having to manage mine. So that was, that was a lot. Mm. Yeah. And it's also having to be super responsible for like not spreading it, you know, Yeah. People who are like vulnerable in my family. So I had to make people like being super responsible. What were you going to say, Jody? No, it's like, you don't realize how I think, in living in New York, how traumatizing it is at the height of it until you leave, you know? It's like when I got here and I was kind of talking to my parents about like what it was like and kind of saying, you know, there was one night that all you heard for nearly 24 hours was just sirens. Mm -hmm. And then you get so used to hearing the sirens that you don't recognize when you don't hear the sirens. Like it, it was just, you know, it was scary. And you realize that I think this for a lot of us, there's going to be some elements of like PTSD of having to go through that. But then again, as a community, like, you know, we, we persevered and we came together and maybe we'll come out stronger on the other end. But I think for me, a low point with it was just not only is like the callousness of our government, the lack of care and the lack of continued care. I mean, for example, I think close to 12 million people are going to lost their unemployment benefits today because of what? And it just kind of shows how we're supposedly the greatest country and richest country in the world, but you know, for whom? Mm -hmm. that's been like a a low point and like other low points is kind of you know hearing my immigrant parents talking about you know they've been here for so long and they've never seen it like this and and you know considering going back and they've never wanted to go back yeah Mm -hmm. you know so it's to me that's the low point is people's reaction to it how it was politicized how the election was politicized. Well, obviously elections are going to be politicized, but just the divisiveness, <laughs> divisiveness mm-hmm. amongst us that kind of says, who is an American? Who is not an American? Who is a patriot? Mm-hmm. Who is not a patriot? And, you know, who gets to, who gets to say what? To me, that was a real low point was the response yeah. right, to all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I had... I think like my low points kind of built off of your two low points where it's like, I had a very rough time dealing with the political response to the coronavirus and specifically Mm -hmm. coronavirus and the black lives matter movement. Um, and how, and from the democratic party specifically, um, and feeling very isolated, like with Mm -hmm. even this campaign season, um, 
glad Joe Biden won because he was the only option, but very disappointed that he was even elected. Um, just the erasure of his sexual assault allegations that took place within the Democratic Party um, was disappointing. Then to like have that follow up and to have like, you know, Democrats run on a platform where they're saying during the height of coronavirus saying Medicare for all is not the way to go. And I'm just like, seriously, like, fuck mm. you. And like the average person with insurance who gets coronavirus and is hospitalized will pay like a, like between 20, like I want to say like 25000 to like $38,000 for treatment. And that's mm. with insurance. So like imagine those who don't have insurance and like, now more than ever to say that people don't have a huge, like an innate right to um, health insurance is so fucked up to me and like the, so disappointing. Um, disappointed in Obama who said that to fund the police, we have to be careful with the slogans that we use. And I'm like, well, why don't we like tell police officers, you know what, maybe you guys need to take a little bit more care to not kill black people. Like where's that conversation happening? And mm. it's like, I feel like there's so much policing of like those who are right. Those who are on the right side of history, those who are saying, Hey, police officers are getting paid with taxpayer dollars and they're killing taxpayers. So therefore they don't deserve taxpayers dollars to function if they're like are a threat to the people who are funding them. So um, yeah. So that was like a disappointment, but Oddly enough, I think one of the things that I really struggled with this year was like Chaswick Bozeman dying and on top of like mm. other really important um, political figures um, who passed away. And I think just kind of like meant so much. And I think with Chadwick Bozeman, it was like somebody who was like in the height of his career and like was just seen to be doing so much and just seemed like was still living out his purpose like, you know, like, was it, like, completed with his purpose? His purpose was still to be continued. Um, him passing was, like, a really hard thing for me to take. So I feel like mm -hmm. the other things, like the politics, the response to coronavirus, coronavirus, Black Lives Matter, were things that, like, I was trying to survive through. But then when that happened for some reason, it kind of, like, just broke me in a way that I did not anticipate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was a hard one to accept. Him being so young. Um, like you said, being like seemingly at the prime of his his career. Um, but believe it or not, he did a lot of work. After when I started looking down his like, you know, um, entire like film career, I was like, wow, there was so much that I didn't know he did. But um, I think he left an amazing imprint and yeah. an amazing legacy for us. So I think I think we, we we're we're OK with knowing that he did his job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So looking forward, what's your take on 2021? <laughs> mm. Take on 20. That's a hard question. Deep I'm going to let you answer first, Jody. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I'm trying to be optimistic. Again, it's like I'm going to tattoo it on my forehead. But I'm just going to be consciously <laughs> optimistic. Um, I want to have plans for 2021. <laughs> but I, I learned my lesson in 2020. Uh, I'm basically just migrating everything that I have planned for 2020 and just kind of like rinsing and repeating for 2021. Mm. But I think, um, I think with some differences here and there, because I think with 
being in the quiet of being quarantined, you know, you spend a lot of time like reflecting about yourself and you realize there are some areas where there could be improvement or so the social things that I have planned on improving upon myself for 2020. I'm just modifying it a different way for 2021. Mm -hmm. So if I were to be quarantined for Lord knows how much longer, I can still push forward with the goals that I have in mind because Mm -hmm. it can be done virtually. Um, But I'm cautiously hopeful. You know, I know we have a long road ahead of us. I mean, this, I mean, having a vaccine or vaccines, you know, is just the beginning. Cause as you can see that, you know, there's a whole new strain kind of coming up and I think it'll be a while until we can get ahead of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, just continuing and hoping to stay alive, but, still find ways to bring joy in my life and joy into other people's lives, you know, because last year was a hard year. Yeah. And just Mm -hmm. remain mentally sane or, you know, buy a plane ticket and find, go get one of those like little visas and like go Barbados for a year and like work from there. Like that's my goal. (laughs) I might do that. I know that's right. I'm paying you to come there, so listen. <laughs> uh, might oh, not. If all if all us fails, just say YOLO and just book it on out of here. I feel yes, you. I hear that. <laughs> I feel like for me, I'm trying to approach. So I like was I, so for some reason I found myself in 2020 listening to this marriage therapy podcast. I don't know why. I'm not married. Well, what? Is it the um, the Esther Perel one? No, it's like two people who did like YouTube Vanity Fair um, interviews. Like, oh, we are going to watch Issa Rae's Insecure and like talk about Lords and her relationship and analyze it. So they did that, and then I started listening to their podcast, which is not really that, but like it's more focused on like marriage advice. Anyways, for some reason, mm-hmm. I just find myself listening to them every now and then when I'm bored, and. Um, in it they're talking about like their new year's resolution and it said like something instead of instead of doing like one big like resolution they're going to do like 12 mini ones so i'm trying that approach this year and like i really want to spend 2021 and i think 2020 like knocked me on like off my feet too many times so i really want to spend 2021 coming up with like a routine that sustains me so just like Mm. taking a whole year Mm -hmm. and like focusing each month on like a new routine that I want to develop. So whether it's journaling, whether it's meditating, whether it's exercising, cooking for myself and like just spending that month, like just practicing, like which way to like, how do I do this? So that way I can maintain it. And like, it sustains me. So that's how like my, my approach is. Cause I can't like, I think that's the only plan I can truly make. Like, you know, like the rest of 2020, I can't say travel. Yeah. Where are we mm-hmm. going? Like, I can't say I want to hug my mom because I might give her COVID. So, like, just things like that. Like, so how can I, like, survive this year? And I think just coming up with a routine. And then I also want to push myself to work on some personal projects that I'm working on and just believe that I have a story that's worth telling. Mm-hmm. You do, girl. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, Mine is actually interestingly a mixture of both what both of you guys said. Um, I agree with you, Jody. I 
I definitely feel like in 2020, I had a ton of time to reflect and to get to know myself better and to understand myself better. Um, and I feel like that's going to carry me into 2021 because I feel like because 2020 was so challenging for me, I kind of feel like, damn, anything I can, I can like, I got this now. Like, you know, <laughs> like the worst is over, hopefully. But I really feel like, yo, bring it on. Like, I got mm-hmm. this. 2020 didn't kill me. So I got this. And um, I'm more confident going into 2021 feeling like I can just like, like fight any challenge that comes my way or I'll at least be able to maneuver it better because I spent you know, so much, so much more time learning myself and understanding, you know, why I may even react to certain situations the way I do or, you know, trying to just be a better person and be, you know, bring more peace into my life, uh, manifest more blessings, you know? So, and Chelsea, you were talking about manifesting too. I think that that's also something that I want to focus on in 2021. Um, Similar to what you said about your 12 month, I had this idea and I remember like Christmas yesterday, Christmas, I was thinking about when I was a kid and when I was, um, would wake up Christmas morning, come downstairs and there'll be a ton of gifts in my living room for me. And I was like, you know what? And, and I, I was upset with myself. I was like, I wish I thought about this over the year, but this year has been a little hard financially. So next year I told myself once a month, I'm going to get a gift and I'm going to hide it. So that by the time Aww. Christmas comes, my mother's going to come downstairs and it's going to be a ton of gifts in the living yeah. room for her. And I just want her to feel the way she made me feel when I was young. You know? I love so, that. I'm going to take that. that. I, <laughs> that. I feel like I, like, yeah, I feel like I didn't get my mom anything for Christmas. I ordered her oxtail and I got it delivered and she was really taken aback by it. Like she was like, that was the most nice. awful thing. But still like, I was like, yeah, but you deserve so much more. So, like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And that way I don't have to worry about December coming. Oh, my God, let me put all this money for this and this. And I already know each month I'm going to pay attention, see what she needs, put it aside, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. my goal, one of my goals. But, yeah, in, in general, I have some business goals that I want to meet next year and just focus on so y'all stay I'll stay tuned. It's just gonna have some surprises for y'all. But <laughs> it's 2021. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. I don't listen, it's only up from here, guys. Yes. So. I agree with that. hmm And we're gonna be back in 2021 too. Yes. Like, oh A different season. <laughs> yeah. Not reframing 2020. We are gonna leave 2029. <laughs> leave it. We're just gonna Shoot. let that dumpster fire continue to burn. Yeah, Yeah, looking forward to bigger and better, greater and just wonderful. Just leave 2020 alone. It's done. Like my hands of it. And in the spirit (laughs) of uh, manifesting, 2021 is gonna be a good year for us. Like it may not be like a good year societally. Sorry, I don't know. I can't I can't manifest that. But I think for like the three of us, we're going to see a lot of changes and growth and just like leveling up, glowing hey. up. Yeah, it happened, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Do you guys have any other last thoughts? I'm good. No, I'm good. Good. Just you know, All right. happy New Year's to All our listeners, yes. and that you know, we survived, and let's continue. We did it. 
You did it. (laughs) So like I said, we'll be back in 2021. So please follow our social media um, on Instagram at black culture underscore black thought or on Facebook at black culture, black thought to be notified when we'll be back on air. Happy New Year's, everyone. Yes, happy New Year's and farewell 2020. If you're listening, just know that you did a huge thing by surviving. And that in and of itself, if you did nothing else this year but survive, you did a lot. So congratulations to you. You did that shit. Own it. Live in it. Because that was not a guarantee for a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, y'all. Happy New Year's. Same. Happy New Year's to you too, ladies. Happy New Year's. Bye.